What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Bruce, how are you this morning? Good morning. Yeah. Healthy alive, doing well, staying warm, yeah. as I hope the rest of the nation is. That's you know, good. Climate change is so bad, right? It is. Right. It is bad, and and you know what? It's bad if you're a principled man, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The principled men are the uh, greatest troublemakers. Yeah, you know we were we were just, and the reason we're laughing about that is because we were talking about that before we started. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being a principled person doesn't pay these days. It, it really doesn't. Like literally, literally, it doesn't pay because yeah. if you try to, like, if you try to just be serious about something, then you're not successful. If you try to to be like what, for example. When we got into podcasting, I'm sitting here and I'm scratching my head, looking at ratings and things like that. And I'm wondering to myself, why is it that this is not taking off? And then GP clued me in and he says, well, we're, we're too serious. And I said, what do you mean we're too serious? He says, we're too serious. And I said, OK. So I started going around. I mean, it, now, mind you, we did like, what was it, six months to a year's worth of planning and research and all that stuff before we started all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going around and I'm looking at all this and I'm looking at these people that have like millions of followers, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And I'm thinking to myself, OK, well, let's listen to some of their content, which we already did. And I thought, OK, I'm not going to be like that person. I'm not going to be like that person. I'm not going to be like that person. I'm just going to be myself. As long as you're yourself, you're consistent and you're true to your word and you have integrity, that's the best thing that you can do. And I will stick to that. Ratings be damned. I don't care. I will stick to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one thing I've learned, which I kind of already knew this anyway, but one thing I've learned, the more stupid you are, the more popular you become. It is that. Now, I'm not saying that in all cases. There are a lot of popular people out there that are extremely intelligent and they do very well. They do very well. That there is true. Some that are, there are some that are extremely intelligent, but play the stupid card because it makes money. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, NPR, for example, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's a good example. No, the NPR, they get paid. Like if it wasn't for government money, NPR wouldn't exist. NPR wouldn't exist. Like they are funded by U.S. taxpayers. That's how they get all their money. I was just telling Bruce, yesterday I was watching something and I, I saw somebody who has literally thousands and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of subscribers. And they were talking about $15 an hour. We've talked about $15 an hour here for a long time. Ever since Bernie brought it up, we've been talking about that. And the the topic was, uh, you're worried about $15 an hour raising the cost of things when people can't afford to have a living wage? What's wrong with you? Now, this this is someone that makes a whole hell of a lot of money doing what they do. $15 $15 an hour, you're, you're looking, I mean, we were just talking this the other day. We were talking it on the exclusive. You're looking at a 20 to 30% increase on all goods and services overnight, overnight. What in the hell is $15 an hour going to do for you when you have a 20 to 30% increase across the board the next day? What good is that going to do you? On top of that, a company is not going to pay you $15 an hour. They're going to outsource your job they're going to make you redundant. Example, if you yeah. work if you work at McDonald's, guess what? Your job's going to be replaced by a kiosk. Yeah. You're, you're back there flipping patties. Well, you're going to get replaced by a robot. 
$15 an hour isn't going to do you any good. Now, believe me, I'm all for people making higher wages. Okay, fine. But you you have a lot of other things to consider here. It's not as simple as just saying, okay, we're going to give you more money. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I wish GP was in here. It's not so simple, right? But the, the simplistic mindset of people these days, especially these damn kids, they, they don't understand how the most basic of economics work. They don't get it. They, they don't get it. You're, they don't employ people. They've never employed people. They've never had to run a business. So they don't understand it. Well, I mean, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you you probably understand this concept already that you're paid based on your worth to the company. Well, so yes, that's you know. true. But a lot of small businesses like you, you come from a small town, right? I come from a small town, sure. mom and pop shops, little cafes, little diners, that, that kind of stuff. They don't have the ability to pay their workers $15 an hour. It's not possible. No, no. the profits that they make on that, they're, they're barely getting by. Uh, in most cases, actually, the the town that I, I grew up in, there used to be a city. Uh, the the city council used to be ran by essentially one single family, or they had most of the power. So think like mafia ish, if you will. But this is more your Western, uh, modern Western. But anyway, um, they basically controlled what restaurants came in and which restaurants didn't. So he's actually made a good bit of money because they had a monopoly. Uh, for years. And now that he's older, um, they've kind of, you know, released that monopoly a bit. And there's a lot of good restaurants that are in there now. But anyway, all that to say, if if there's a free market and everything's allowed, you know, there's competition and everything. Yeah. Mom and pop shops, they they don't typically have a big profit margin. I tell you what, let's uh, let's jump over to some space talk. All right. What uh, what happened? I understand Falcon 9 had an accident. Yeah. So uh, SpaceX has been launching their Starlink satellites. Well, one of the uh, first stage boosters, you know, the ones that are that land on the uh, automated ships. Mm-hmm. It um, missed the landing pad and uh, on the ship land. Yeah, it didn't land on the ship. It landed in the ocean. <laughs> you can you can uh, see the light off camera from the engine coming down, and it it missed the. It missed that's the ship. odd because I've never seen one miss. Never. I haven't either. Yeah, I, I don't know. So I don't know what what the glitch was or any of that information. But they lost that one, and um, you can, like I said, you can see the 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 thrust of it coming down. Uh, but it missed the ship. So more than likely, it was uh, some kind of, uh, you know, error as far as with their GPS tracking and all that stuff it could have been off. And instead of using, you know, their their mapping system, they used Apple Maps or something. Bing Maps. Yeah, they uh, they, they got out the Rand McNally uh, as they were uh, as they were trying to yeah. land. Yeah. So which uh, Starlink, that, that's one of the things I've kind of, um, I don't know, geeked out about, I guess you could say, uh, because I'm. I'm legit excited for that one for the world because it's going to bring internet to the entire world uh, speeds faster than fiber optics and for a decent price. So you'll be able to have places that are not as well off potentially be able to afford internet and bring them up to this is the free market at work, right? It's, It's trying to help other societies that aren't as well off as the developed world uh, to bring them up, get them more education and, and you know, pave the way for them to be able to pull themselves up out of their poverty. You know, we're, we're talking about all that, but uh, and I want to I want to talk about that for just a second, startling. But we're, we're talking about giving people in other parts of the world the ability to educate themselves when we're like devolving when it comes to education. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, though, in, in those countries, they they know what it 
the things we take for granted, they are lacking and they don't take those things for granted. You know, the freedoms that we enjoy, for example, when you have immigrants that come into this country and they truly understand, you know, what they came out of and what they're coming into in America, what what the principles, what the foundation is, they love America and the country and, of course and they do. like stand for and everything, right? Because they know that's, what they came out of. And that's why you had Latinos for Trump. He won the Latino vote. Yeah. And so the Democrats can't stand it. Yeah. It's a bit of a hurdle for for SpaceX having the booster um, not land properly. However, that said, I would rather these glitches happen now. They get these things settled now so that when this becomes more of a commercial thing and we start having passengers more often and all that kind of stuff, I want things to be, you know, settled and a question. Did it sink? That's a good question. They they said they haven't confirmed the fate of the Falcon 9. But it seems very likely it crashed in the ocean is is what this is saying. So we don't have to, actually know. I'll have to fully. watch on YouTube. Yeah, I'll have to go on YouTube. I'm sure there's video of it. There is actually. The, the video from the uh, rover ship, it, there's a little clip they have on here. And there's some seagulls sitting on the pad. Uh, and th- you see the thrusters firing off screen. You can see the light emitting from it. Uh, and the, the seagulls freak out. And but it never it never lands on the. OK. All right. How about this? How about this? All right. Let, let's let's maybe maybe that was intentional. Do you ever think about that? Um, I maybe if it was intentional, I would assume um, SpaceX would have came out and said, hey, look, there was a problem X, Y, Z or, you know, this was an intentional thing or something. No, like no, that. no. I mean, let, let's look at it like this. Maybe Falcon 9 became self-aware, didn't want to didn't want to barbecue the seagulls that were there and said, well, rather than that happen, I'm just going to land myself off the ship here and spare those two signals. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe we're dealing with a sentient AI. Maybe, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe Musk is just a, a um, you know, the, the uh, physical embodiment for the AI, right? It's a surrogate or whatever. Well, if you ask him, he might think so. Yeah. <laughs> he would say something like that. Just he would. Yeah. He would. <laughs> he would actually like that. That would go out on Twitter and all of a sudden you'd get AI investments all over the place from Reddit. Yeah. Know? Just yeah. I'm just, yeah, Do I'm it. just saying there, you know, that Dogecoin would skyrocket as well. Just right. Just for fun. You know, they're looking at him now for his, his, um, his involvement in pushing cryptocurrencies higher his involvement. Yeah. The, the SEC so? wants a full investigation into him. So, uh, yeah, yeah that's what I said. Market. So you, used to it. <laughs> you and your cronies can go out there and do it with hedge funds. And the average person gets together with other average people and just happens to have a billionaire that's willing to jump on board with them and they're making money doing it. I, I have words that I would I would oh, like yes. to say. TOS, to Bruce, TOS. Stuff, but yeah, I can't. TOS. You know, obviously. we we actually we actually are, are looking at the fact and I'm looking into this. The hedge funds are actually wanting it to where all deals will go through them in the future as opposed to other brokerage houses. So, no, yeah, yeah, I, I would. Absolutely, you'd see some kind of litigation coming from the Democrats uh, to yeah. no, no, not just Democrats. I think Republicans would jump on board too because oh, that's they would. their cow oh, as well. Yep, yep, they would. Okay, before we get too far off here, right? Let's let's <clears throat> let's circle back to um, circle back. Yeah, let's let's circle back. I haven't heard that one out of her. The online trolling, right? Social media, the conservative movement in social media has really gotten into her head on that one. So you notice she's she's actually catching herself now. She stopped it. Free rent. Yeah. So uh, let's go back to uh, to Starlink there. All right. Now you brought up an interesting point because I've been 
I've been shopping certain products the last couple of weeks, looking around, doing different things and getting quotes and things like that for different purposes. What's this going to do? You won't need that product. Okay, that, that's an uh, it's an interesting interesting conversation to have. And I was actually thinking about that today, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, what is this going to do to the satellite phone market and the GPS market? Oh, it'll it'll totally destroy that market because, for example, if everything goes to plan, you could just use your cell phone, you could use your smartphone to connect to the network, and it, it, at that point, you don't need a GPS. You don't need any of the extra things, uh, sat phone, any of those kind of things. Your, your, your smartphone would be a sat phone. You could be anywhere on the planet and connect to Starlink. That's essentially what this will be once everything's in place and it goes as expected. Um, yeah, honestly, that would be as far as information, um, you know, transmitting information around the world. This is, this is something we have to have, unfortunately. Because of the way things are progressing and the ways we're going, it is something we have to have. And I'm not meaning, you know, like uh, self-driving cars or any of those kind of things. We have to get to the point to where technologically the information can be transmitted in rapid pace like this. Because once we start traveling to space and we start, you know, colonizing other planets and whatnot, we have to have that infrastructure here to be able to communicate with those planets out there. And by having the connection and everything, everybody has to be on board with the space thing. You can't just have like, for example, uh, the US and the, the EU, for example. You can't have just those two groups together Going you got to get space. the Japanese, you got to get the Chinese, you, you got to get the, the Russians, you got to get the Middle Eastern countries, you know, the, the you UAE, the Saudis, all of them. If you can't do it, you're going to end up having war in space. Um, that may happen anyway, even if you do get together. But if you have a more unified ideology in this sense and unify around, let's go to space and let's, you know, explore, um, it could be uh, essentially the, the idea of Star Trek, right? You have a unified Earth. That's going out and looking, you know, uh, for other life or just exploring. So, yeah, we do need that as far as Starlink. And okay, in the question, question. Run. Yeah, it, and I'm I'm all on board with it. Question. Okay, first of all, I got two questions. First of all, how long? Mm. Uh, I think it was 2025, 2028. I think is when they're wanting to have it up full. Um, We're talking global coverage. Uh, yeah, I'll have to double check on that. See what their goals are. Um, the, they're wanting to have it up and running. It's like 14,000 satellites is what they have, um, approved so far. And right now there's just coverage in the U S and Canada. Is that correct? Yeah. The Northern hemisphere currently is, uh, the only, well, Northern no. United States. Yeah. Cause the EU will be next for Starlink. And yeah. to be honest with you, I will be quite interested in that, like very interested. There's uh let's see, a public, it looks like a public beta started October of last year. In the EU or the uh, US? It says service beginning at high latitudes between 44 degrees and 52 degrees north. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm looking at seeing when they want to have it done. I'm okay. Not seeing well, okay. Let's, that. it's all right. Next question. Here's the next question. This is a legit question. When does Maybe this is too broad of a thing because Tesla and SpaceX are separate. I mean, they're, they're all run by by Musk's organization, but they're, they're separate companies, right? They're, they're not. 
Uh, I found the answer, by the way. Okay, what do you got? Way sooner than I thought. This year or next year? They want to have global service this year or next year. Okay. Okay. So this leads me. Okay. That's a lot sooner. Okay. All right. I'm on, oh, yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. Okay. My ne- Especially when I start looking at the prices that they have on this stuff. Oh, goodness. That is so much cheaper yeah. than than anything I'm looking at. But let's look at something else. Tesla and SpaceX, right? They're obviously run both run by Elon, but they're both his companies, but they're separate companies, correct? They don't interchange. Okay. Right. Yeah, they're separate. Well, when I mean, does some of the tech from both of them I mean, they, obviously, they they share technologies, if right, you will, because right. like the Cybertruck, supposedly, there's this de- design for the Cybertruck to be a truck they use on Mars, for example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want a truck that you could drive on Mars that you could drive on Earth to? Well, I mean, why, why wouldn't you? Why not? Next question. When does Elon get into the phones? When, when does he get into the devices? Because you know that's coming. When does it get in? When does he get into the devices to use on the network that he's creating? When does that happen? There he is. What does he, What does he have? Neuralink. No, I'm not talking about something you stick in your head. I'm talking about like something like this. Something that's going to replace. Uh, something that's going to replace the sat phones and the the satellite laptops and all the rest of it. When does that that's happen? What that's what I'm saying. Like Neuralink could be that very thing. Depends on how well they're able to um, get it working, if you will. So it could very well be something um, literally could end up being cybernetics that you implant in you and you could have your smartphone built into you. Okay, well, we're a long ways away from that. Safe to say that's not going to be here in the next 12 months. So yeah, 12 months, but a few years. Yes. Okay, a few years down the road. But I'm talking, I mean, we don't we're putting up all these things in space to create this uh, basically as what I've called off world Internet. So this is essentially, I mean, when I was pricing out data links for satellite usage, right now you're lucky to get, I mean, we're talking less than dial-up speeds, okay, less than dial-up speeds at current use, yeah. right, from the system, from the infrastructure that's up there now. It's, I mean, that's nothing. That's nothing. Good luck it's shameful. Oh, yeah, you're not going to get any. You're not going to get Netflix, YouTube, any of that stuff. You're going to be lucky if you can send an email with those kinds of speeds. Like, that's about all you're going to be able to do. But... You can make voice calls right now, obviously with sat phones. Those have been around for decades. You can make fo- you can make voice calls. You can send text messages at exorbitant prices. But with a data link like he's talking about, with those kinds of speeds, you know, even if it's 300, uh, 300 um, what is it, 300 megs a second or something like that? Yeah, I mean, well, shoot, even if it was just like two megs a second. I even mean, so, yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot terrible. faster. Yeah. Yeah. But like the prices that you're talking about for like we, we were looking at four megs a second and that's the highest like that is the highest speed that you can get. But you need one hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of equipment and you're paying ten thousand four hundred dollars a month in order to have it. But you've got global coverage. Isn't that great? It isn't being mobile. Wonderful. Yeah. And you also have a two second delay between you sending the information and it getting to them, whoever you're yes. sending. It. Yes, that's true. And that, that's why you see these people out there with millions and millions of dollars of uh, news trucks. Well, that's what they're doing. That's why there's a delay when they ask them a question, because there's a yeah. delay by the time that gets to them. You've got all this that's in place. So my question is, is when do the devices start coming in that we see or do we see a company? Does, does he create a company? I know you're talking about Neuralink, but I mean, that's like putting the horse before the wagon here. We need to put the wagon out. So what's the wagon? Where's where's the the so, transitional devices? Where are these going to come from? So other companies may jump on board with a think of it as a hotspot. 
So you would get the signal from Starlink and it would go to like a cell tower or something, you know, so you would use current technology, but instead of connecting through fiber optics, you would connect through Starlink. You know, that might be one of the ways to do that is, is essentially, you know, just um, convert some of the towers that we currently have to Starlink. I mean, if he if he prices it effectively, companies will see that, hey, I'm going to like save money doing it this way and have better speeds, lower latency than if I do fiber optics. Maybe I should go that direction. So depends on how things go. How do you get the companies or excuse me, how, how do you get this service completely off world? How do you get it off the grid that we have? Like, for example, uh, if you have a sat phone. I'm just as an example, if you have a sat phone now, if you have a satellite phone now, you don't have any on land infrastructure that you're dealing with. Everything's up there, except for obviously the phone calls that you're that you're making, obviously. I mean, that's still going to go through land infrastructure, but everything else as far as like getting information or, or whatever, if there's a data stream that comes through there, it's all off world infrastructure. So how does that operate? I mean, how, how do we get to that point? So to do that, you're going to have to have um, you would have to have a transmitter strong enough on whatever device it is to to get to the satellite, right? So um, I forget what what distance the satellites were at, but they're at low orbit, much much lower orbit than geosynchronous. It was like a couple hundred miles or something. I mean, it was really. I'm wanting low. to say it was. Yeah, I'm wanting to say it was further out than the space station, or maybe it was. It was either further out than the space station or in between the space station, and I don't remember. But anyway. Um, whatever the distance was, you would ha your transmitter would have to be strong enough to be able to... Basically, if your smartphone has a, a transmitter strong enough to communicate with the space station, then you're, you'll be fine. So you could use that in this case. So your smartphone, though, currently does not have a transmitter strong enough to send to the space station. So you would probably have to have some kind of uh, attachment as far as like a stronger um, antenna. So that might be something like an aftermarket thing that you could buy that's like both a battery pack and an antenna that would send out a signal strong enough to reach the satellite. And like that 5G. might be something. Like 5G stuff. You can get the, the yeah, thing you yeah. slap onto the back of it now. Yeah. Something something akin to that. Yeah. It, that might be something in the you know that they go down. Um honestly, it really depends on how the market receives this and uh, how the tests go. I mean, it, it, his intentions right now, I think is more, more just like internet than, you know, like smartphone tech or any, anything like that. But I don't know, the, the, the sky's the limit at this point. Uh, he gets those up there more than likely how the governments are going to, uh, regulate this is they're going to say, well, this is a utility. Yeah. You paid for it to be up there, but it's a utility. It's, it's a world utility. So, you know, so they'll probably do something like that and regulate it heavily. And, you know, well, uncle Sam's got to get his cut too, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, not just uncle Sam, you've also got the EU and China will probably try to do something, something in something Russia. Tells me, and something tells me that EU is going to be in a world of trouble here before long because oh. They're not doing too well. No one's really heard anything from them since this whole COVID thing kind of kicked off. And they pretty much, they, they all ran and hid like a bunch of cowards. So there, there's not a whole lot that's been going on in Brussels in the last few months. And there might be a reason behind that. But we'll get into that later this week. Um, anything else you got this morning? Well, uh, in relation to the EU thing and all that, if it wasn't for um, the UK going uh, soft on their uh, Brexit deals, and they would have charged headlong into it, they would have been 
far more successful than they have been. And it would have been a signal to other nations that, hey, it's time to pull out. And other nations would have followed suit, I think. Yeah. But they did. Well, Boris is, um, Boris has dropped the ball on this one, I think, in my opinion. Oh, he's dropped the ball. He didn't drop the ball, Bruce. He dropped the ball. He dropped the, the net. He dropped the air pump for the ball. He dropped all that stuff, man. He dropped the team that would carry the ball, everything. But there's something else that's brewing within the European Union. And it's something that's no, that no one's really paying attention to. And I think I might understand why, but we'll get into it later this week. There is a way that all of this could come to a grinding halt and the EU could dissolve overnight. But we'll get into it later on this week. So we are going to have to go. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.